Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It's Friday, August 24. Welcome to Daily Walk and to the end of the week. I'm Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Japheth de Oliveira. Uh, let's pray. Heavenly Father, just want to thank you for all that has happened this week. I want to thank you for the way, Lord, that you have moved in our lives, the way, Lord, that you have uh, communicated with us, the way, Lord, that you are constantly pulling us to places that sometimes are, are difficult for us to actually be in, but yet is good for us to be in. And God, I want to thank you for the beginning of Sabbath tonight and for Sabbath tomorrow that's coming on, for our communities gathering soon. And uh, God, bless uh, today, bless this entire week, bless uh, the passage of Scripture we're about to read. Um, may we be able to hear your voice clearly again. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, we are back in the English Standard Version yes, today for last the time. last time. Romans seven thirteen through 25. Did that which is good then bring death to me? By no means. It was sin producing death in me through what is good, in order that sin might be shown to be sin, and through the commandment might become sinful beyond measure. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am of the flesh sold under sin. For I do not understand my own actions. For I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. Now if I do what I do not want, I agree with the law that it is good. So now it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells within me. For I know that nothing good dwells in me, that is, in my flesh." For I have the desire to do what is right, but not the ability to carry it out. For I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want is what I keep on doing. Now if I do what I do not want, it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells within me. So I find it to be a law that when I want to do right, evil lies close at hand. For I delight in the law of God in my inner being, but I see in my members another law waging war against the law of my mind, and making me captive to the law of sin that dwells in my members." Wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then I myself serve the law of God with my mind, but with my flesh I serve the law of sin. All right. Here's our question for today. Um, Do you belong to a movement that is about making the world a better place or rescuing the world from sin and death? Are you hmm. saying that those are two different things? Mm-hmm. Like the emphasis is different? Yeah, I think that there are a lot of people who would really like the world to just be a better place. And then there are some people who are saying, you know what? I'd oh, like so to... you see the first one as being the bad one. I, How interesting. Yeah. I would have thought the first one was the positive <laughs> one. Uh-huh. <laughs> hmm. yeah, interesting. I actually think that, I think, I didn't think, I don't think it's a bad one. I just don't think it's enough. Well, I, I think the second one is delusional. <laughs> We can only do something toward making the world a better place. I have no ability to rescue the world from sin and death. Yeah. No ability whatsoever. So what would be I think proclaiming I think I think proclaiming the gospel actually does rescue the world from sin and death. Mm, and it doesn't really though, because my proclaiming anything does not rescue anything. I can proclaim till I go blue in the face. Well, and that doesn't have any but I could try to do something to make the world a better place, and that actually could yeah, you make see, a difference. Yeah, you see, I don't believe the world's going to be, in the end, like this uh, fantastic utopia that is just going to, like, if we just all gather together around the garden but here's, here's and my put problem. the flowers in our hair, we will we'll all make it all fine. The last person that I saw proclaiming 
was when I was a grad student in Michigan. Proclaiming? A person, yeah, proclaiming. He would stand in the middle of oh, the quad. Oh, my goodness. And he no, had a I proclaim every single week. Uh, and so if you think body. that's what proclaiming is, that's... And do you know I think, he shouted I think that's the difference of what proclaiming is. <laughs> well, I mean, anything he proclaimed, but he would shout, um, fornicators <laughs> at people as they walked by. I just those guys in London people. as well. I was like, huh. Do you remember that? Were you there that day when that person, that lady had that uh, crazy card and the underground London would be yeah. coming up? It was just people, there are, there's always extremists of all faiths and all tribes that do weird stuff. I mean, don't stuff. you think, though, I'm not that talking the very about act that. of proclaiming things makes you seem like kind of a nut? I don't know. Jesus proclaimed the gospel. Uh, yeah, but I'm talking I about think, anybody that I've actually observed. Well, like, when have you ever observed anybody in a public place proclaiming anything? In a loud voice, that I you think thought, getting, hey, I'm going to stop and listen. That person I think seems getting, full of good sense. I think we're getting hung up on the word proclaiming, maybe. maybe. Yeah. So <laughs> use a different word. Tell me what it is that you mean. I think, I think maybe that's the, the one that's causing us to get into some kind of sidetrack of a. Uh, okay, so we're going to rescue the world from sin and death. Yes. By proclaiming things. <laughs> or, <laughs> or doing something else. What, what is it that we're going to do that's not proclaiming things? But they're somehow going to rescue the world from sin and death. Okay. Um, Both of those here, things. Here's an illustration. Yes. Um, there's this comedian. I just saw this the other day, and I showed this to the interns, the summer interns that I that had this uh, at the end of the summer. There's this comedian who, um, in the middle of his halftime show, he will he will take a break, and he will just ask people in the audience what, the, what they do for a living. And uh, so he was asking this one guy, and this one guy answered and said, oh, I'm a music teacher. And so he said, oh, well, can you sing a song? So the guy sang the verse of Amazing Grace. And then he said to him, all right, now I want you to sing that song, you know, like you've just come out of prison or you've just come to, you've just gone to a funeral of your uncle who's just come out of, who's just died from a horrible life and, you know, just a, something from the hood and really, really bad. And the guy sang Amazing Grace with like such gusto and such emotion. I mean, people were like, standing up in the in the entire audience mm. and it was a, quite an emotional uh, amazing thing and then the comedian said there's a huge difference between doing something when you know what it is and you know why you actually do it um and he said when you know why you actually do it it, it really rings true and it comes through in the way that you actually act it out i think that this uh, comedian sounds super funny uh, he actually <laughs> is wow he like- is he like is. a very um, deep and serious. Yeah. Well, point of view. Anyway. I should show it to you. It'd be better. I didn't do. I didn't do him justice. Okay. Uh, but he, but he was very funny. And yeah, it seemed uh, very profound. I'm just and he was very, sure and he was, it made uh, me roll on the floor. But. It, it was very funny as well at the same time. But uh, but then he had this kind of good punchline, and I think that there is something deeper when we actually understand what this passage is about. That actually says, if you know why we exist, why we as a church exist, why we as a community exist, why we are on this planet that is more than just saying, hey, we're here to make a better place. We're actually about a bigger story, about this entire universe, about getting rid of sin and death once and for all, and we belong to that narrative. And I think that... But don't you think that you can push that narrative while trying to do something to make the world a better place? Because oh, I think I, I don't, I it's don't the either-or kind of idea, because I find that many times sure. the people who are so bent on rescuing all of us you know they're going to save us i think they don't that, actually I think like issue, people i think the issue is this is our motive as our driving force uh to make the world a better place or rescuing the world and i think you can do both but i think one of them should be 
you know, number one. But then why does it feel like the people who want to rescue the world don't like the world? I don't know. It never feels I, like, I, I don't want, feel affection. I want to rescue Those the world guys, from the guy sin that, death. And, yeah, and but the people who want that hate people. Do I hate people? I'm not saying you do, but I'm thinking. So uh, there's other people out there. They're not all crazies. <laughs> it just feels like the, there's. I think, I think you're back to the proclaiming people. No, there's an <laughs> inverse correlation between how much people want to save you. Okay, I agree. And how mean they are to you. No, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I think there are. They really want to save you. There are people out there who just want to who don't care about the planet absolutely i do i do agree with you and and all they care about are you know the planet's gonna be burnt up and recreated who cares about it and they well, don't I know, care I about that think, how and can i disagree anybody with be that. that callous i mean this is our home yes. how can you think it doesn't matter i think i think it really does matter and i think part of the environment and part of caring for the planet's our responsibility forever and we should do that at the same time at the same time our number one priority is not actually caring for the environment our number one priority is actually is is proclaiming or sharing oh, the gospel story. I, I said the wrong word. <laughs> sharing the gospel story with the entire world, saying that it is about rescuing the entire universe from sin and death. And Jesus is the one who who's done that. And and telling the story is what we should be doing. And this is what Paul's trying to say inside here. It's not about you, this little story, even though you want it all to be about you. This little story is not about your life, about how you as a Christian get to walk and sometimes you struggle and sometimes you don't. It's actually a much bigger story. It's about the universe and how the universe is going to deal with this. So I'm going to preach about this tomorrow um, and, uh, and kind of try and address this and hopefully not mention proclaiming. We'll see. I'll probably goof up and say proclaiming a lot. Uh, but anyway, we'll, uh, we'll think about that. Think about this, my friends, today. Do you belong to a movement that is about making the world a better place? or rescuing the world from sin and death. Uh, Look after each other, live love, and we will connect tomorrow. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.